Yes. Dr. Newman? Present. Mr. Law? Here. Ms. McQuillan? Absent. Ms. Flood? Absent. Mr. Hales? Here. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. As we do have a quorum. Thank you, Lenny. Um, following all the proceedings for this, for today's public hearing, at this time we ask that you turn off all pages, cell phones, and other electronic signaling devices. The procedures for this public hearing are located in the lobby along with the agenda and copies of the staff recommendation for today's hearing. Meeting schedules and agendas for the City Planning Commission are available online. Staff reports and maps for the City Planning Commission hearings will be available online approximately two weeks prior to the public hearing. Please be advised that the Norfolk City Planning Commission public hearings are recorded for broadcast on the following media outlets. On the city's TV channel 48, Friday and Saturday evenings at 9 p.m., and on the city's official YouTube channel, Norfolk TV, which is accessible from the city's website at www.norfolk.gov. Items are normally taken up in the order in which they are listed on the agenda. However, a request may be made for a withdrawal or a continuance at the beginning of the meeting. The planning department staff will introduce each application and a member of the planning staff may provide a brief presentation upon request, followed by a staff recommendation. Following the staff presentation, the commission will hear from proponents and then from opponents if there are any. Anyone desiring to speak should approach the podium, state his or her name and mailing address. The speaker should speak directly to the commission and not the audience. After all proponents and opponents have been heard, the commission will allow rebuttal, first from proponents and then opponents. Rebuttals are limited to five minutes each total. At the conclusion of the hearing on each item and after considering all information presented, the commission will take action on the matter. Action on each matter by the commission will be to adopt or fail to adopt by roll call vote a motion to approve the granting of the request. The statement of the motion in the affirmative by a member of the staff is a matter of voting procedure and in no way indicates the recommendation of the staff or consensus of the commission. Following the action by the commission on the matter, a written recommendation will be made to city council. Anyone who appears before the commission will be notified by the city clerk's office of the date on which the city council will consider the application. With that, we'll get into our agenda for the day. First item on the continued agenda, Lenny, is uh, CVS. Uh, we do, but before we take up the items to be considered, we have the following request for continuances. Okay. Um, from the regular agenda, item number one, which is the Norfolk Premium Outlets, for the applications on property generally bounded by Command Corporate Center, <clears throat> Office Park, South Cape Henry Road, uh, the City of Virginia Beach, and other properties of the city, uh, on the south by Lake Wright and uh, Interstate 64 on the west. We have three applications, an amendment to the city's general plan, a zoning text amendment pertaining to a sign overlay district, and a change of zoning uh, from open space and light industrial to central retail. Those items have requested a continuance, as also has item number four, DSF development, which is a request to change the zoning 
uh, from conditional C2 and R6 to conditional R8 on property located along the western line of Brazil, Brockwell Avenue and the eastern line of Frizzell Avenue, premises 453 through 467 Brockwell Avenue and 446 through 468 Frizzell. The third application seeking a continuance is regular item number seven, Tidewater Seafood for a special exception for the sale of alcoholic beverages for off-premise consumption on property located on the southwest corner of Tidewater Drive and Stanley Street, addressed as 7483 Tidewater Drive. The motion on these items would be to continue the items until the public hearing to be held on Thursday, April 24th, 2014 at 2.30 p.m. in the City Council Chambers Civic Center, Norfolk, Virginia. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Law? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. Thank you, Lenny. We will now turn to the items for consideration today. The first one is a continued item. Lenny, let me interrupt you. Yes, sir. Uh, two of the items we just, one of the items we just continued uh, is item number four on the regular agenda, DSF development. There were two people who were signed up to speak for that. I just wanted to inform them that uh, we won't be hearing that application today. David Hicks and Ms. Ms. Johnny May Long. We've made the announcement. Thank you, Lenny. I believe they were uh, made aware of that okay. just before the meeting started. All right, we will turn now to uh, our agenda for consideration. The item uh, before us is by CVS for the following applications on property located on the southwest corner of 38th Street and Hampton Boulevard and the southeast corner of 38th Street and Bounds Ferry Road. Property fronts 125 feet more or less along the western line of Hampton Boulevard and 405 feet more or less along the southern line of 38th Street. The premise is numbered 3717 Hampton Boulevard. We have three special exceptions. The first one is to operate a retail goods establishment operating after midnight. The second is to operate a commercial drive-through, and the third is a special exception for the sale of alcoholic beverages for off-premise consumption. Thank you, Susan. Okay. Good afternoon. Um, this item is a request by CVS uh, for a series of three special exceptions. The site is located at 3717 Hampton Boulevard. Uh, on the southwest corner of Hampton Boulevard and 38th Street. Uh, Hampton Boulevard in this area uh, is developed with mainly with commercial uses. Uh, to the west of the site is the Lambert's Point neighborhood, which is developed with a mix, mix of commercial uses. There's some single family, some duplexes, and some multifamily. The site itself uh, is the site of a former bank. Um, the request before you today is for three special exception uh, requests. Uh, the first being to operate uh, beyond the hours of 12 o'clock midnight, so 24 hours essentially. Uh, a request to serve uh, alcoholic beverages for off-premises consumption. And the third is for a commercial drive-through. This site uh, is located within the Central Hampton Boulevard area. That is uh, a plan that is specifically adopted and mentioned in uh, Plan Norfolk 2030. Um, within that plan, uh, that plan does address uh, specifically development that is located uh, along Hampton Boulevard. 
And we've got essentially three things that we're looking at from those uh, developments. Number one, we want the developments to define the street edge. And the way we do that is the way the building is placed on the street. Uh, the, the thought is to have a building that appears to provide two stories, um, to locate active uses on that first floor, uh, and to provide retail entrances from the sidewalk. And again, this one is on a corner. It's on Hampton and 38th. Uh, the second goal would be to reduce the exposure of parking to public streets. And you do that by either locating the building maybe to the side of the building or to the rear of the building. Uh, and then finally, we like to install street trees and planting areas between Hampton Boulevard um, and the uses lining it. So to soften the appearance of that building uh, on Hampton Boulevard. This is the proposed uh, site plan for the CVS. Um, now, it, it does appear that it is set back a bit, but the reason that is is because, as we've discussed with the Commission, um, there are future plans to widen the, widen the right-of-way along Hampton Boulevard. So at that point, the building will actually uh, front pretty directly onto Hampton Boulevard. Again, as is uh, proposed or requested as part of that central Hampton Boulevard plan, um, the parking is located to the rear and it's blocked by the building. It's accessed from 38th Street uh, and then uh, on the back from Bowden's Ferry. Um, and then you can't see on this plan, but there will be uh, landscaping along uh, the frontage of that, uh, of that facade. This is the uh, latest elevation uh, that we have for CVS. Um, again, you can see um, uh, the north elevation, and that's the elevation that would front on 38th Street. Uh, we've got a good amount of, uh, of, of glass and uh, pedestrian friendly leveled glass, so you can see in it. Um, on the uh, east elevation, which is the one on Hampton Boulevard, you've got the entrance there, so you do have the entrance um, directly from probably both 38th Street and uh, Hampton Boulevard. Um, the south side elevation, that actually elevation will kind of face the side of um, the lot, which is the, the school building is there. So you're really not going to see that elevation. And the real elevation uh, faces uh, essentially a parking lot. Um, staff uh, is recommending that this application be approved. Uh, we feel that the, uh, the site plan as well as the elevations are in keeping with the intent of the Central Hampton Boulevard area. Uh, and then as far as the special exceptions are concerned, um, as usual, we do have a host of uh, conditions that attach to the special exceptions. Um, the first conditions I'll read whenever an applicant uh, would like or is proposing to uh, sell alcoholic beverages for off-premises consumption. We do have some uh, fairly standard conditions that we do uh, attach to that request. Um, A, the first one being the hours of operation for the sale of alcoholic beverages for off-premises consumption shall be from 6 o'clock a.m. till 12 o'clock midnight, seven days a week. Uh, B, the special exceptions shall terminate in the event of a change in ownership of the establishment and may be revoked uh, in the event of a change in the operation of the establishment as described um, in the description of operations which uh, is attached to the, uh, the ordinance. Uh, C, no alcoholic beverages other than those defined as beer, wine, wine cooler, or low alcoholic beverage cooler as defined by the state law shall be sold. Uh, D, no alcoholic beverages having more than 21% alcohol by volume shall be sold. Uh, e, no beer shall be sold in any package containing fewer than six bottle or cans, and no wine shall be sold in containers less than 375 milliliters each. Uh, F, the business authorized by the special exception shall be conducted in accordance with the description of operations set forth in Exhibit A and attached here too. 
G, any requirement, limitation, or restrictions imposed by the Virginia ABC Commission or by any provision of Virginia law upon this establishment, which are more stringent than the requirements of the special exception, shall be effective and binding. Uh, H, a copy of this adult use special exception ordinance and exhibit A shall be available at all times on the site for inspection. And then the last one, at all times, all temporary window signage must comply with the applicable applicable regulations of chapter 16 of the zoning ordinance, which is the sign chapter. The uh, conditions that would be attached to the commercial drive-through uh, portion of the special exception, there shall be no more than one drive-through lane. Uh, the site shall be designed in accordance with the conceptual plan as prepared by Kimberly Horn and Associates, Associates dated December 2nd, 2013, and that's the one that I showed you. Uh, existing non-conforming freestanding signs shall be removed. And then the last one, during all hours of operation, the facility operator shall be responsible for maintaining those portions of the public right-of-way, improved by sidewalk and portions of any parking lot adjacent to the premises regulated by the special exception, so as to keep such areas free of litter, refuse, solid waste, and any bodily discharge. So again, um, based on these conditions, um, the, the staff is recommending that all three special exceptions be approved. Thank you, Susan. Uh, commissioners, we have any questions, um, Susan, before she takes the seat? Comment? Thank you, Susan. Here to speak in favor of this application is uh, applicant Randy Royal. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank you, Mr. Fraley. For the record, Randy Royal, Kimley Horn Associates, 501 Independence Parkway in Chesapeake. Ms. Pollock, as always, has done a wonderful job presenting you with all the details on the project. We've uh, been before you preliminarily and talked in the pre-briefings, have met with the Civic League. I don't believe there's anybody here today from the Civic League to oppose it. We've added some evergreen trees on the back, Bowden's Ferry, which is uh, across from some of the homes in there. Uh, one of the things they did ask us was to get the building torn down as soon as possible to keep the people from hanging out there, which we're moving things along as rapidly as we can. As you know, we've been working with your staff, working with you, working with the city's architects, and believe we've come up with a, a suitable elevation now for the building. Staff is recommending approval. We're amenable to all the stipulations that they've placed on it, and we hope you'll see fit to do the same. And I'll stand by for questions. I've also got the developer here from Rebkey if you have any questions for him. Thanks so much, Randy. Any questions for Randy? Thank you, Randy. I think we also have uh, Mel Price, who's with WPA, who's uh, worked with the applicant in terms of uh, arriving at the elevations we're seeing now. Mel, would you want to share anything? Mel Price, WPA, and 208 East Boom Street. And we've worked with um, CVS, with Reb Key, and then with Kimley Horn and CVS's architects um, through three working sessions now. And I think we have worked through all of um, your initial concerns. So maybe I can go through a couple of those. So we've changed from, we've dropped all IFAS from the building, both cornice and then the band below the cornice. Um, we have one solid color of brick that's um, different than it was before in order to allow their sign to stand out while giving you one color, solid color brick building. Uh, we've addressed pedestrian concerns by breaking up the storefront. We, previously, we had long expanses of storefront. 
They're now broken up, and then the individual panes of glass are broken up in order to better address the pedestrian scale. We've lowered the sills of all the windows, um, again, so that we get the view into the store. Um, and then CVS has also agreed to eliminate the LED lighting that was entirely around the building wrapped under an IFAS cornice. So now we have just our building signs at the appropriate entrances and corners as well as building mounted um, light sconces. There's one recommendation we've made in the letter that we've sent and that is that we remove window graphics um, in lieu of either spandrelite or preferably sandblasted glass and that that's taken up to fill the entire window pane. Thank you, Mel. Any questions of Ms. Price? Has, has the developer, Randy, have you agreed to, to that? Uh, would you be amenable to the spandrelite or the sandblasting of the glass up to the mullion that's just above the coolers and the in inside? Good afternoon, Commissioners. Jason Chennis with the Repkey Company, 15871 City View Drive, Melothian. Um, we have gone back to CVS and put the ball back in their court, and I've just explained to George and Lenny uh, before the meeting uh, that there will be no window graphics, and CVS's creative team will land on a uh, decision whether it's Spandrel or the Sandblasted. Okay. Thank you. Any further question, Commissioners? Thank you. Here to speak against this application, Mr. William D. Jackson, Sr. Oh, that's it. The outlets. Okay. Good deal. Continued that, right? Yes, sir. We yes, did. sir. Yes, sir. You told me that earlier. <laughs> I'm gone. So that concludes all of the comment with regard to uh, the application on CVS on Hampton Boulevard. Commissions, are the, is there any further discussion or comment? I would just suggest that the motion include the requirements that the glass up to the mullion just above the indoor coolers be either spandrelite or the sandblasted uh, as recommended by WPA. Any further comment, commissioners? Lenny? Yes, the motion is to recommend that the special exceptions be approved subject conditions contained in the staff report and further condition to the elevation drawings prepared by NORR Architects dated 3-20-2014 and to the site plan prepared by Kimberly Horn and further condition to the uh, requirement that the glass up to the mullion be either sandblasted or spandle and that there be no graphics. Mr. Newcomb, would that condition apply to both the north elevation and the east elevation where there are windows or it would only apply to where the graphics were intended to be to cover the coolers. Mm -hmm. And those are essentially on the north, north elevation. Right. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Law? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. And let me thank uh, CVS, too, for the flexibility and acceding to a lot of the concerns that we have with regard to the design 
and architecture of that building. We appreciate your flexibility and, and helping us to go forward with our vision for the Central Hampton Boulevard plan. So thank you very much. The uh, next item for consideration is item number two by the City Planning Commission. These are three text amendments. Uh, there will be three separate motions. I will introduce all the items together, but at the time we vote, we will do separate motions. The first text amendments to amend Chapter 4, Residential Districts, Sections 4-10, <coughs> 4-13, 4-14, 4-15, 4-16, Table 4A, Table of Land Uses, Table 4B, Yard Requirements for Residential Districts, and Section 15-4.2, Design Standards for Parking Areas to Modify Development Criteria for Townhouses and Residential Zone Districts including the minimum, the minimum lot area, lot width, setbacks, and motor vehicle um, loading requirements. And I know we have no opposition, Lenny. All right. In this case, the um, uh, motion is to recommend that the tax amendment be approved. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Law? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley. Aye. The uh, second amendment is to amend Table 7A, Table of Land Uses of the Zoning Ordinance, to add trucking terminal as a permitted use within the General Industrial I-3 Zoning District. Once again, I recognize that we have no opposition to this application. The uh, motion is to recommend that the text amendment be approved. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Law? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. Third text amendment is to amend sections 2-3, 4-0, table 4A, table of land uses, and 25-10.2, child daycare centers, daycare homes, and kindergartens of the zoning ordinance to expand opportunities for daycare homes in residential districts. And once again, we have no opposition. All right. The uh, motion is to recommend that the text amendment be approved. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Law? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. We are now going to move to the next item, which is request by the Salvation Army Croc Center for the following applications on property generally bounded to the east by Ballantyne Boulevard, to the north and west by East Princess Anne Road, to the south and west by Godfrey Avenue, and to the south by uh, Dogan Street. Premises numbered 1401 Ballantyne Boulevard. Item number A is a zoning text amendment to add sections 11-53 to the zoning ordinance to create the Salvation Army Croc Center Localized Alternative Sign Overlay District. And B is to essentially for a change of zoning to adopt the uh, Salvation Army Croc Center localized sign alternative district to the property so described. Thank you, Lenny. And here to speak in favor is Michael Schnitzker. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Commissioners. Michael Schnitzker, uh, 512 Botetot Street, Norfolk, Virginia. I'm only here to answer any questions you may have. So. No need to comment. I was going to ask you why you were here. Because <laughs> <laughs> my client asked. Now I know. Thank you. Right. 
with that, Lenny, we have no opposition. The uh, motion is to recommend that the text amendment and the change of zoning be approved. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Law? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Thank you, and uh, we're looking forward to that crop center. All right. We now move to item number five, the Pivot Center for a special exception to operate an indoor recreational sports facility on property fronting 1,017 feet more or less along the northern line of Inventors Road and 794 feet more or less along the western line of Production Road. Uh, premises number 3412 Inventors Road. Thank you, Lenny. I do want to acknowledge that the applicant, Ms. Heather McPherson, is here to answer questions. But with that, there is no opposition. All right. The uh, motion is to recommend that the special exception be approved subject conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Law? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck with the Pivot Center. Thank you. All right. We are now going to move to item number six by Russell Richardson for a special exception to operate an automobile and truck repair facility on property fronting 60 feet, more or less along the western line of Arkansas Avenue, beginning 405 feet more or less from the northern line of Tate Terrace. Premises number 2635 Arkansas Avenue. Thank you, Lennon. We do want to acknowledge that the applicant, Russell Richardson, is here and Illinois' Williams III is also here in favor, but they do not wish to speak. Um, and with that, Lenny, we have no opposition. The uh, motion is to recommend that the special exception be approved, subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Law? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. And Mr. Fraley? Aye. Uh, All right. We'll make that recommendation to council. Thank you very much. We are now moving to item eight, uh, being there cafe, <coughs> for a special exception to operate an entertainment establishment on property located on the southwest corner of East City Hall Avenue and Atlantic Street. Property also fronts 100 feet more or less along the southern line of East City Hall Avenue and 122 feet along the western line of Atlantis Street. Premises number 223 East City Hall Avenue. Thank you, Lenny. Won't acknowledge uh, here this in favor but does not wish to speak is Raymond A. Walker. The uh, No opposition. The motions recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Law? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck with that. Next application, Smart Mouth Brewing Company to amend a previously granted special exception to operate an entertainment establishment with alcoholic beverages on property fronting 203 feet more or less along the southern line of Raleigh Avenue beginning 99 feet more or less from the western line of Oropac Street, premises number 1309 Raleigh Avenue. Thank you, Lenny, and I acknowledge that there uh, appears to be no opposition to this application. All right. The uh, motion is to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Law? Aye. 
Mr. Hale? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. Now we will move to the uh, last item on the agenda, which is number 10, 328 Tequila, for a special exception to operate an entertainment establishment with alcoholic beverages on property fronting 102 feet, more or less, along the northern line of West 20th Street and 110 feet, more or less, along the eastern line of Debris Avenue, premises number 328 West 20th Street. Thank you, Lenny, and uh, here but does not wish to speak in favor of this application is uh, Maribel Acosta, Angela Rincon, and wishing to speak is Mr. Joshua Seberg. Good afternoon, Commissioners. Um, Josh Seberg of 1817 Durham East. Um, current and future beverage manager of 328 Tequila, here to speak to you on behalf of the uh, past owners, the restaurant, and the future proposed owners. Um, I wanted to take this opportunity to address and maybe preempt some concerns regarding this establishment and clarify the uh, concept that we have for this building. Um, Myself and the current owners have already taken proactive measures to incorporate a refined concept for the restaurant. We are aware that uh, this building has somewhat of a checkered past in terms of multiple owners not necessarily um, keeping with the spirit of uh, what may be desired for a restaurant in the Ghent area. We, uh, our concept is to have a uh, upscale Latin fusion restaurant um, featuring, featuring what I would describe as an aggressively innovative uh, bar program with a focus on specifically dining versus pro, um, prior focuses on nightlife and clubs. We um, have spoken to the Ghent Business Association, had a very productive meeting with them, which went swimmingly. They've approved what we'd like to do with the place. And with that said, I would like to answer any questions that you may have. Thank you, Mr. Seberg. Any questions, comment, commissioners? Thank you. Thank you. Lady. The uh, motion is to recommend that the hours of operation be approved, subject conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman. If you apply the same detail to your business plans as you do your flaming Caprina, um, I think you'll You'll do wonderful. Uh, I vote aye. Okay, all right. Fisco <laughs> Sour, correct. Mr. Law? Aye. Uh, Mr. Hales? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? I will make that recommendation to council. Good luck. And with that, that concludes our public hearing for March 27, 2014. Thank you for your attendance. Have a good evening.